0: The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. What is up, good people, and welcome to episode six of the Reinvent You Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you so much for joining me today. Um, so guys, you know, Friday is February the 14th, um, and, and we all know that day to be Valentine's Day, okay? Um, and Valentine's Day, you know, is a day that is set aside to show a level of love to, to, to people in your life, and Also, I'm going to also mention to people that you don't know. Okay. And even though this day is marked as a day to show love, it really is important to, to do this on a, on a daily basis, right? However, Valentine's day is something that is really, it stands out. Okay, it it stands out because of all the marketing you see in the stores, all the advertising you see of Valentine's Day, from the post on social media, okay, to other couples, um, out going out enjoying one another. You you see gifts that are being sent to maybe some of your co workers that you may know, um, to their to the job, and you also see people getting engaged. All right, and when you are going through a divorce or even if you just broke up with somebody and, and to be honest with you, even if you're just single and you, you haven't ended a relationship, these, this type of day can be a day that some people just dread. Okay. And today I wanted to talk about five different ways on how you can, you know, embrace Valentine's Day, but, but also just embrace every day you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's really my, my, my point, my goal and my mission, because to be reinvented, it's all about perspective. And it's also about doing what you need to do daily to bring that joy and fulfillment that you need in your life. Okay. And so I'm going to give you guys five tips today. And if you got some pen and some paper, write it down or just come back and listen to it again. But Um, I wrote out five things that I believe is extremely important to get through this day because the reality is, is that it it can be a a difficult day, especially if this is your very first um, Valentine's Day um, after your relationship has ended. And so it's important to take note of of these tips that I believe will help you. Okay, so the the first one is to learn how to embrace self-love. Okay. Learn how to embrace self-love. And when when I think of self-love, I believe there are two components of self-love. The the first component is internal self-love. And the second one is external self-love. Okay. And when I think of internal self-love, I think of the love that you have for yourself, believing that you are worthy. Okay. Because sometimes we want, to accept the love of someone else. Um, but it, it's important to first believe the worth that you hold as an individual. Okay. The the most important relationship that I believe we all have on this earth, I think the very first relationship um, that we should have, or the best relationship we should have is the one that we actually hold within ourselves because the relationship that you have with you will play an impact on the relationships that you entertain from other people. Okay. So when it comes to internal self-love, I want you to ask yourself, what is that relationship that you have with yourself? Like, okay. Like what is that relationship that you have with you? Um, do you love you? Okay. And I know, by default, it's, it's so easy to say we do, but it's important to just look at some things on like, how do you view yourself? And, and I want you to think of the narrative that you have established with yourself, like from, from the thoughts you have about yourself, the words you speak about yourself. Like sometimes I, I hear people say things like, I'm so stupid. I, I think that's the most dis- one of the most disrespectful things to say about yourself, you know? And those types of things come from the way you think. OK, and so if you have a good relationship with yourself, you wouldn't say things like that to you. You know what I mean? Like as a parent, w- when my kids beat themselves up about them not understanding something and they say something like I, I just I'm not smart and I'm not good enough as a parent, you know, I- I'm like, don't you don't you dare say that? Like, don't disrespect yourself like that. So I want you to look at the words you speak of yourself. And ask yourself, are those words, do they match with a person who is in love with them? Okay. I want you to also look at the current relationships you have in your life. All right. I, I'm not talking about just a romantic relationship that you may have had. I'm just talking about all kind of relationships that you have established from your friends to even business relationships. You know, just look at the dynamics of these type of relationships and ask yourself, are, are these the kind of relationships that exemplify me being in love with myself? Like, is, is it a relationship of mutualism or are they one-sided relationships? Do I have takers in my life or do I have people that are givers and, and willing to serve? You know, and, and that's important to to take a look at because all those things play an impact on your internal self-love of you, okay? I also want you to look at the standards that you live by, okay, like your, your boundaries your and ask yourself, do these standards indicate a person who loves themselves? As a, as a coach, one of the things that I really place a lot of emphasis on is your value system. And some of us may have one and don't really live by it or we don't have one. Okay, and and it's important to know what your value system is, and also for you to live in that value system, and also make sure that people around you are not violating that value system. Okay, and so what are you doing to love on you internally? Okay, And, and what that means is that you may have to create some level of ritual to pour into yourself mentally. to pour into yourself emotionally. Um, and, and that is a daily thing, which is why, you know, I, I know Valentine's Day is Friday, but this is something that n- must be done every day, like pouring into you, filling your cup, you know, and, and you have to do that on purpose. You have to replace what isn't working for you with things that will work for you, the things that will bring you joy, the brings that will the things I'm sorry that will will change your mindset you know, so you can move differently. Okay. Now that was internal self-love. The the next one is external self-love. External self-love is doing things for you. Okay. I know a lot of the time, the the reason why I wanted to talk about internal and external is because sometimes we can say things like treat yourself, but still not be fulfilled, still not be happy. And you know, I'm all for doing things for yourself, but I'm also an advocate of doing things for yourself internally as well. Okay, and so when I talk about external self love, I am talking about you know doing certain things for you, like taking yourself out on a date. Okay, um, like making it making it a spa day, get a massage or a facial or a manicure or a pedicure. You know, um, doing something active. One thing about loving yourself and creating that self-love, it is about taking care of your health, okay, and and doing something that um, gets the body moving, like going for a walk or exercising or, or taking some level of an exercising class, you know, just doing something different, okay? Um, you can learn a new skill. What is it that you've always wanted, wanted to do that you never just allowed yourself to go and learn? Um, what about a project? that you need to do that you like man I know I need to get this done like work on that or you know plan a small trip um you know whatever that is for you like do something that you've always said man I've always wanted to do this but I just never got around to do it whatever that is then do it you know that's that's practicing that level of self-love taking care of you okay doing the things that you know, will bring you some level of fulfillment, okay? Because when I think of self-love, self-love is a high regard for your own well-being. It's a high regard for your own happiness. It's it's about taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And what I find is that we do this a lot. We sacrifice our own self-love to feel validated, um, to belong, to please other people. And self-love is something that you have to intentionally do for yourself and not violate that for anyone. Okay. And so that's the first one. Okay. The the first one is actively, um, pursuing self-love. Okay. And so the next thing you could do is ask yourself this question, who can I show love to today? Okay, like this is a good time to probably take the focus off of you and your situation and maybe focus on others. And And this is what I mean. Like think about where could you go and provide an act of service? Like where could you go and actually volunteer? Okay, like there's there's a lot of things that you can actively do maybe in your community um, that you can go and, and um, help out. And believe it or not, that takes the focus off your situation. Sometimes we're so caught up in what we got going on that we don't allow ourselves to to do or see anything differently. And, and volunteering is a good way to take your mind off things. Um, ask yourself, what friend has been there for me during this transition? Um, some of us really got some really good friends. You know, that have been with us through this process, because when you go through a a relationship that has ended or or divorce, it's good to have that person who who's just there to listen. They may not know what to say, but they are there to listen. And if you have one of those friends that are just there for you, then what can you do for them to show love? You know what I'm saying? Uh, What about your kids? If you have kids? If you don't have kids, what about your nieces and nephews? Like, you know, children are fun, (laughs) okay? And sometimes when we are going through what we go through as far as the ending of a relationship, it can cause a strain on the people that we love at times as well. And so this is a good time to look into, man, you know, let me do something with my children, like bake cookies. Believe it or not, I promise you, your kids won't forget this, okay? Watch a movie or, or go to go out and have dinner. Plan something um, t- to show love for those who love you, if that makes sense. OK, so ask yourself, who can I show love to today? Who, who can I um, show my appreciation for or my appreciation to? All right. And that's the second one. The third one is and I think this is very important, is to not attempt to find love to make a point. OK, like don't attempt to find love to make a point. Um, and, and let me explain what I mean. I often see many attempt to find someone as proof that they're worthy of love. OK, and, and what this can do is it can cause you to entertain someone that you're really not interested in. You don't have nothing in common with this person. However, you will entertain this individual only to believe that this proves that someone loves you when in reality, that's not love. Okay. Because there's a lot of pressure of, of, sometimes being with someone as if that's the indicator of your worthiness. And when you are in a season of transition, you, you can get the wrong idea to believe that the way to get over someone is to get under someone else. And you can find yourself doing that at any given expense, even if it's not someone that you're interested in. And when it comes to finding someone, and this is what I, this is what I tell people, like, it's not hard to find someone. Okay. Like it really isn't. Like when you think about it, there's access to find someone anywhere. You have dating websites. I mean, people even hook up by um, knowing each other on social media. You can go out and go to the store and, and run and meet someone. So meeting someone is never an issue. It's more about making a real organic connection than just having someone around. So if anything, you want the, the right person around and not someone around just to fill a void. Okay. Or, or even believe that this validates you. I see this often a lot. I really do. And I I can honestly say for myself that I felt that way as well in a season of my life of entertaining people that did not align with who I was, okay? And it really didn't help the situation. It actually made things worse. And I just want to encourage you that you don't have to be with somebody to prove that you're worthy. Kind of goes back into my first point of self-love. You know, knowing that you're worthy, and and knowing that you're worthy will allow you to not just entertain someone just to feel like you're someone. Okay, if that makes sense. So you know, that's the third one. Like, don't attempt to find love to make a point. All right. the The, the fourth thing um, that will help you is to change the narrative. Learn how to change the narrative. You know, I really do believe what makes us so disappointed is the expectation of what we have. I really do. Um, sometimes we can have this certain visualization on what Valentine's Day should look like. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not in a relationship, then I, I can't embrace Valentine's Day. Like when, when you say stuff like that, it, it causes you to not create a different, narrative for yourself. Um, we, we can allow what we've been taught um, to keep ourselves attached to how things should be. So for instance, society is a, is a prime example from the television shows, the movies, the commercials, the, the pics on Instagram and Facebook, to even our families and friends. And so when, when you have this narrative, like this, this one track narrative on how things should be, this actually blocks the ability to do anything different than what we've been told or even what we've been accustomed to or what we see other people do. Okay. And when when you do this, it keeps you stuck in a story and you don't give yourself the opportunity to create. And when I say create, I mean, changing the narrative. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you something about change. Change is challenging. It is, especially when it's not something you wanted to change. Like, if I can be honest, some of us didn't ask to be here or this wasn't the plan. Even if we had to make this choice, it wasn't the choice that you even thought had to be something that you had to make. However, this is where we are. okay? but not being able to adapt to change in a positive way isn't going to give you for, you know, fulfillment that you need in your life, okay? Because being able to adapt to change is the key, but you have to be able to adapt to change in a positive way, okay? And what that means is that when you learn that you can change the narrative, that gives you back your power. That gives you the power to create because now you are allowing yourself to change the narrative. You're saying, you know what? Yeah, it it was like this before, but it's not like this now. But that doesn't mean that I can't change and have something better moving forward. And that's the goal about divorcing your story. You know, I talk about that in my book about letting go and detaching yourself from the things that can be holding you back. And one of the things that are that is one one of the things that's holding us back is just the story that we tell ourselves, and we don't give ourselves the ability to to honestly change the narrative. So I want you to look at what you're thinking about, okay? And I want you to reflect and ask yourself, am I staying connected to how things were or how things should be where I'm not giving myself the ability to decide on how I can create another way to embrace this day, okay? And and again, even though I'm referencing Valentine's Day, I'm really talking about just the days ahead okay because it's days like this that can put people in a really bad and sour mood and these days like valentine's day shouldn't reflect how you feel okay don't let the power don't let one day have that much power over your thoughts and over how you feel and how you move like that's that's really really important okay And that's the fourth thing. The fourth thing is knowing that you have the ability to change the narrative. And the fifth thing is do nothing, (laughs) okay? Like do absolutely nothing on this day. Why is not doing anything considered a bad thing, right? Like there's nothing wrong with not having plans. You know what I'm saying? Like who's to say you must have something planned to have a good time, okay? Like that is not the indicator of you enjoying yourself, if that makes sense. Like, if you wanna go out, that's fine. If you you wanna schedule a, a day to get a massage, that's fine. But if you don't wanna do anything, that's fine too, okay? Like, in other words, learn how to enjoy your time alone. This is something that I definitely would have to say that I have learned to embrace, and I love it. Like, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys, because when I first got my divorce, I went out a lot, I did. I went out a whole lot and stayed busy all the time. And I know like people tell you to be busy, but I'm an advocate of being productive. And even though I was getting things done, I stayed so busy because that was a way for me to avoid being alone and not really dealing with my stuff. As I decided to grow and deal with things as opposed to um, masking them, It really allowed me to enjoy these moments more. So like when my kids are gone for the weekend, like when they're with their grandparents, sometimes I just don't even tell nobody that I'm free. You know, I mean, I just don't. Um, That's a sometimes I just I come home, I lay across my bed. I may watch a movie and order me something to eat or I read or I just really enjoy my quiet time. And I didn't used to do that before, but. I look forward to it. I I enjoy my alone time because here's the thing about alone time that I want us to understand is that alone time is different than being lonely, okay? Because a lot of us feel like if we're alone, then that means we're lonely. But those are actually two different things. So when you are alone, that means that you're in solitude. That means that it's more of a state of being rather than a feeling. So it's like a physical state in which you really are by yourself and no one else is around. So like if you're at home and no one is there, you are alone. If you are in your car by yourself, you are alone. If you are in your office at work by yourself, you are alone. Like that's what being alone is. And when we think about loneliness, loneliness is more of a feeling. Okay. It's more about, maybe feeling isolated, maybe feeling a level of abandonment. Like, cause I'm gonna be, let me, let me be honest with you guys. I felt lonely being married. I really did. I felt lonely being married. So even though I had someone physically present, their presence wasn't there. Okay. So someone can be present, meaning that they're there physically, but their presence wasn't there. Like I felt single, (laughs) but I was married. Okay, and what I also found out in in my loneliness that I was experiencing, I also was unhappy. I really was. Even after my divorce, I, I realized that in my singleness, I still felt lonely. Okay, and so with that being said, because if I'm feeling lonely when I was married and then I also felt lonely when I was single, it made me realize that I wasn't creating my own joy. And at that point, nothing was going to make me happy, but me. And so I had to learn to embrace my singleness and embracing your singleness. That's a whole different topic, um, actually, that I can talk about and I will talk about um, on a later date. But that was something that I had to learn how to do was really embrace my singleness. My loneliness that I had was more tied to my emotions. And so when, when you feel like you're lonely, are you feeling like you're isolated? Are you feeling like some level of abandonment? Because one thing about loneliness, you can be in a room full with people and still feel lonely. You know, you, you can be like, man, why do I still feel lonely? I got so many people around me. And and so if that's the case, then that is a feeling of some level of isolation or even possibly abandonment that you're experiencing. Because when I walked away. From my marriage, I thought that happiness was just going to come, but it didn't work that way. It really had to come from me. And I had to go down that journey of of embracing my singleness, like all the things that I'm telling you guys to do. That was the stuff that I needed to do. I I had to embrace the self-love internally as well as as externally. I had to live in my core values because I, I found myself having values, but I would sometimes live in them. And sometimes I wouldn't, sometimes I would compromise them. And there are times that I wouldn't. And and it was those things that made me unhappy. Okay. It was those things that made me feel lonely. Okay. Because I was going against my own self. And so that's why it's important to know the difference between being alone versus being lonely. Okay. And we we do live in this world where we're not really taught enough about how to enjoy our time by ourselves, which is why our happiness is so up and down. We're only happy when certain things happen. Like, okay, if I get in this relationship, I'll be happy. If this happens, then I'll be happy. The goal is to learn how to create your own happiness on a daily basis. Is everything going to go your way all the time? No. You know, but and this is why it's important to create it, because if you put your happiness in someone else's hands, then you'll find your happiness up and down very often. Okay, And so, guys, I just wanted to share with you all just a few tips like these five tips on getting through this day. But I also want to leave you with this. One of the benefits of Valentine's Day is that it can allow you to stop and reflect on how you give love to others as well as showing love to yourself. Like that's the benefit. That's that's one of the biggest benefits of Valentine's Day. I will say that one of the downfalls of this day can be the expectation that we have of ourselves and what this day should really look like, okay? And, and so I want to encourage you to establish a new narrative on love in general, meaning that you don't have to have a certain relationship status to be loved, all right? Neither do you have to keep up with this image. We have to stop believing, okay, that we're only worthy of love based on what we have, our status, and what we have attached to us, all right, because the reality is love really is and should be unconditional, okay, but but the world we live in loves on conditions a lot, and, and I challenge you to not do what everyone else is doing because That is how you change the narrative, and that is how you reinvent yourself by being different, okay. And guys, that's what I wanted to share with you all today. Um, I just wanted to give you guys some tips that can get you through this day as well as the days ahead, okay. I know that I spoke about self love and and what you're pouring into yourself internally, and I do have a, a free seven core affirmation guide that is still available to download if you have not. downloaded that all right and I will put that in the show notes okay and also guys my book divorce your story a woman's guide to heal and thrive after divorce is now available on my website divorceyourstorybook.com and if you order from that website I will sign it and send you a free gift My book is also available on Amazon as well. So go to Amazon and order my book. I can't sign it and send you a free gift on Amazon. However, it is there for purchase, okay? And also do this for me. Share this information. Like if you know somebody who is is having difficulty you know getting through their situation. You know send them this information. Let them know like hey, I really want you to listen to this because I really think this will be beneficial for you. Okay? And make sure you also subscribe to get the notifications on when the next podcast will be dropped and also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. My Facebook and Instagram name is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M S T O N Y A. S P E A K S. I have lives every Thursday. So please join in and tune in to the conversation. So guys, that is it. You guys have a wonderful and amazing day and I will see you next time.